Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey, and if you're a subscriber, I want to go ahead and apologize up front. You did get less on the uh, the three-hour, 20-minute upload of the special metal show that I did on the last time around with my friend Logan. The three-hour, 20-minute version did not upload properly. I don't know why. Well, I guess the reason why has to be because it was a very huge file. So for some reason, it decided to not play half the song. So ended up having to put it up in two different parts, as you can probably already tell. But I did want to apologize. I wanted to thank everybody for re-listening to the show if that was the case and I'm very sorry about that so I've learned my lesson any three hour shows I might want to do in the future I'm going to put up two different parts so alright and since the last show was our big bad epic special metal festival if you will uh, not because I feel forced to but I actually got a request to do this theme as well but I think it's great timing It's a, it shows the balance of the Rock Strikes 10 program here that you will hopefully come to love and expect the unpredictability. I got an email from uh, one of my, uh, it's, it's weird saying this, one of my best internet friends because this is a person I've never met in person but I feel very close to them because we have so much in common. Uh, this guy, big supporter of cnjradio.com of both of the shows wrestling house show and rock strikes 10 always says very nice things about the shows that we put out so you know i i dare you to not like somebody that likes you and has this much in common with you so i want to thank you adam for this theme request you didn't have to twist my arm to do it uh i was very happy to do it this week gonna be paying tribute to the Muppets. Yeah. So, uh, I gotta tell you, if if it wasn't for the Muppets, I may not be the music fan that I am right now, honestly. I mean, uh, yeah, my parents had the radio on when I was a kid, and they played their records and everything, but once, uh, you know, I guess I came in during the first wave of reruns of the original Muppet show, but if it hadn't been for that show, I mean, like, that, that was the show that really got me into music. Uh, you know, the the show is very musical, and I really, truly believe that they were my first major musical influence. So, I, I, f- I f- definitely feel the need to pay tribute to the Muppets. I, I, yes, I saw the movie. I loved the movie. I have very little complaints about the movie. It was, uh, you know, I, I don't know how you can have a soul and not... Uh, you know, dig the Muppets. You know, you don't have to be from my generation. I'm sure it helps, but it's just a good time, and it's it's nothing but positivity. There is zero irony in the Muppets. I mean, you know, like even uh, you know the the younger fans, like 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 a Jason Siegel, for instance. You know, I know he had a hand in the script also, but you know, any any kind of irony that they tried to put on the Muppets in that new movie was easily squashed by the Muppets within like seconds. I mean, the use of some of the music, I'm not going to say what songs, but you'll you'll know when you see it. You know, they use some licensed songs that aren't theirs in the movie. And any kind of like, oh, you know, like, oh yeah, this is a big moment of irony. They they just completely just own it and they 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 make it theirs and they're putting a smile on your face. I mean, even if you hate some of the songs that they use, 
in the movie that, that aren't theirs, you're going to be like, okay, <laughs> okay, that's fine. And that's what they do. That that That's why I love the Muppets. The entertainers, the people that perform as those characters, the, the Muppeteers, they are super talented people. Let, let's just get to the show. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm glomming. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kissing a lot of butt here. But you know, yeah. I mean, my first musical influence. So here's ten songs. And the, how am I gonna do this on Rock Strikes Ten? Well, you're gonna have to give me a little bit of leeway that some of these may not necessarily be rock. But I promise you, I'll do what I can on here. And if this isn't intriguing enough, I'm gonna not play the easy card you know like because yeah alice cooper was on the show i'm not playing alice on this episode yeah that hurts me but i i wanted to challenge myself i'm not playing alice i'm not playing elton john uh, i played twiggy a few episodes ago so i can't play her so i had a challenge in front of me but i think i got 10 fun good songs here ready to play for you today so let's get to it i've talked long enough the first song is a song that the Muppets made supremely famous, even though they didn't write it. It was originally written by a guy named Piero Emiliani, if I'm saying that properly. This song was originally used in a Swedish exploitation film called Sweden, Heaven, and Hell. Go look that one up, kids. I'm actually, not kids. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, sex and drugs and rock and roll in it. But, hey, now you know the origin. This is the original version of Manamana. Here you go. Manamana. 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 Manamana.
That was Piero Emiliani, the original 1968 recording of Menomina. And another fun historical Muppet fact for you, that was the first song ever performed on the first ever episode of The Muppet Show. They had performed it before on Sesame Street and even the Ed Sullivan Show, but that was the first song on the first Muppet Show. So, yeah, and speaking of firsts for the Muppets, they did put out their first movie, their first feature-length film, 1979, the year I was born, so apropos. And uh, my favorite part of the entire film, easily, is when they first find Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, the Muppet rock band. Uh, I always say that's my first favorite band, and I'm not kidding at all. Zero irony there. I even had a Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem toy drum kit with their picture on the bass drum head. And I, I wish I still had that thing, man. Oh, God. Uh, garage sales suck when you're a little kid, let's just say. But uh, here's that song from the Muppet movie 1979. And if you didn't know, uh, yes, the voice of Dr. Teeth is Jim Henson. So the reason why I'm doing this show, for sure. So here's a great rock and roll song from the uh, Muppet catalog. This is Can You Picture That? For 
That was Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem with Can You Picture That? You can find that song on the original soundtrack to the original Muppet movie. You can also find on a really good one-disc compilation uh, called The Muppet Show, Music Mayhem, and more. So those are all very quality releases for the Muppets. So, yeah, I'm not just going to play you Muppet songs and songs that they made famous. I'm going to play you some songs by some people that were guest stars on The Muppet Show, just to ease you in here. And I'm going to start with this one. Haven't played her on the show yet, but it's long overdue. I'm going to play something by Debbie Harry. Uh, actually, I'm going to play you a Blondie song, of course. Uh, I, I don't really have any solo Debbie Harry worth playing at, at this time, at least, but, you know. Uh, sometime in the future perhaps but Debbie Harry guested on the fifth season of the Muppets uh, season 5 episode 9 yeah I had to look that one up but yeah uh, it was the 115th episode of the series but she was on there and she uh, sang a lot of fun songs uh, with Muppet music backing her up so she sang some of her songs and she even did a duet uh, on Raybone Connection with Kermit so that's a very cool episode I hope that eventually yeah they got the first three seasons of the show on DVD, but waiting on those next two. Come on, Disney, pick it up. You got time to take stuff in and out of print, but you can't put out two lousy seasons of The Muppet Show. Come on, guys. Figure it out. Really, Disney. Anyway, this song is called I'm Gonna Love You Too. with I'm Gonna Love You Too from the album Parallel Lines. So go, uh, that's, a lot of people consider that the quintessential Blondie record. I I love all the original classic Blondie albums, so you really can't go wrong there. 
And uh, yes, Debbie guessed it on the Muppet Show. And uh, you know, I- I'm gonna get back to some more uh, guest stars here in just a in just a little bit here. But I'm gonna play you a song by a band that is definitely for sure Muppets fans. And this is a, this is kind of an obscure punk rock band, but they call themselves Doc Hopper. Now, if you're a Muppet nerd like I am, you already make the connection. Doc Hopper was the name of the villain, the antagonist in the Muppet movie, the original Muppet movie, played so well by Charles Durning, the great Charles Durning. Uh, so these guys named their band Doc Hopper. One of their releases was actually called Sweetums. There's another Muppet character for you. And they released this uh, single of two songs. Both songs are on this particular compilation called More Bounce to the Ounce. Uh, they they have two different singles. One is called Statler, and one is called Waldorf. So I, I think that their fan card has definitely been punched here. I'm going to play you the first of those two songs. Here is Doc Hopper with Statler. <laughs>
that was Doc Hopper with Statler. Like I said, once again, you can find that on the Lookout Records double disc collection called More Bounce to the Ounce. And uh, it's got a lot of cool punk rock bands in the mid and late 90s. So if, if that's your thing, you will definitely like that collection for sure. Or if you're just a super hardcore Muppet completist. <laughs> So, uh, you know, the next few songs here, I'm just going to let you know in advance, uh, not necessarily rock, but it, give me a break. You know, I had to get ten songs, and, you know, the Muppets aren't known for hard rock and rock and roller, but I'm doing my best here, and I think I camp with some fun songs, you know, even if you think I'm straying too far off. Uh, these are fun, entertaining songs, so come along with me. I, I hope you're with me on this one. So the next song I'm going to play is actually a rock cover, and it's sung by George Burns. George Burns was a guest on The Muppet Show, Season 2, Episode 10. Uh, you know, George Burns was a giant in show business, for sure, and, and he is missed. Uh, and you probably know this, uh, hardcore rock fans, especially the ones from the 70s, uh, George Burns was in a very crazy, awful, so bad it's good musical film called Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band uh, and <laughs> yeah a lot of people, it, that's a love or hate him kind of movie uh, it's it's hard to forget once you see it that's for sure but I actually do have the soundtrack on vinyl yeah so this is going to be from a vinyl conversion but I think it sounds pretty good uh, I was reading a little bit about the film and you know the the troubled production that it had and they realized they they cast pretty much nothing but rock stars to be in the movie and it pretty much had to be an all music movie not so much because they just wanted that much music but because none of the singers had any acting experience they couldn't deliver good lines so George Burns is the only guy with like a decent amount of lines in the entire movie so that's the reason why he's the only one that really talks everybody else just sings their lines basically but here's George Burns singing a Beatles classic called Fixin' a Hole. Here you go. I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in And stops my mind from wondering where it will go That ran through the door That kept my mind from wondering Where it will go And it really doesn't matter If I'm wrong, I'm right Where I belong, I'm right Where I belong See the people standing there Who disagree and never win And wonder why they don't get in my door Silly people run around, they worry me, and 
time for a number of things that weren't important yesterday, and I still go. Alright, that was the late great George Burns, the cigar smoking machine that he is with Fix in a Hole, which of course was originally done by the Beatles, and that was from the film Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. So, the, the, you know, the next song I'm going to play, and I had this guy on the list and I didn't even realize until just now, he, he was also in the film. Uh, I'm not going to play you a song from that movie again, but I found a great song that this gentleman put out this year. I'm going to play a song by Steve Martin, a, another former Muppet Show guest. Steve Martin appeared on the second season, uh, the eighth episode of the second season to be precise. And, uh, you know, Steve was pretty much a human Muppet at that point in his career. He was so crazy and over the top. He could do songs, he could do comedy, so, I mean, he really fit in great. And I really like that episode a lot. He does his great Ramblin' Man bit on there, which uh, you should go check out. All of Steve Martin's old comedy records are great. But as you may or may not know, Steve Martin's been putting out legitimate musical albums uh, the last couple of years, pretty much in the bluegrass vein. So I was like, uh, you know, what am I going to do, play a bluegrass song on Rock Strikes 10? No, I just can't do that. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. But, uh, you know, send all the hate mail you want, but it, it's bluegrass at the end of the day. But I found a, uh, you know, I and I like the records, don't get me wrong, I just think it'd be weird playing them on this show. But there's a great song on his latest album called Rare Bird Alert, and uh, he'd be mad at me if I didn't mention it's actually Steve Martin and the Steep Canyon Rangers, uh, the guys that play with him in that band. They're very, very talented, a lot of fun. And speaking of fun, this is the super fun song off of that album so you'll see why I'm playing it here it's a good time it's a song that Steve wrote for a a nice percentage of the population that's long overdue (laughs) this is called atheists don't have no songs you know religious people have such beautiful music and art and atheists really have nothing (laughs) until now (laughs) little tune called atheists don't have no songs Christians have, Christians have their hymns and pages, hymns and pages, Habanagilas for the Jews, for the Jews. Baptists have the Rock of Ages, Rock of Ages. Atheists just sing the blues. <laughs> Romantics play, Romantics play Claire de Lune, Claire de Lune. Born again, sing He is risen. But no one ever wrote a tune, wrote a tune for godless existentialism. 
for atheists. There's no good news. They'll never sing a song of faith. In their songs, they have a rule. The he is always lowercase. The he is always lowercase. Some folks sing a bacchantada. Bacchantada. Lutherans get Christmas trees. Atheist songs add up to nada, up to nada, but they do have Sundays free, have Sundays free. Pentecostals sing, sing to heaven, sing to heaven. Coptics had the book of scrolls. Numerologists count, count to seven, count to seven. Atheists have rock and roll. For atheists, there's no good news. They'll never sing a song of faith. In their songs, they have a rule. The he is always lowercase. The he is always lowercase. Hymns and pages, Havanagilas for the Jews, for the Jews, Baptists have the rock of ages, rock of ages, atheists just sing the blues, Catholics dress up for mass and listen to Gregorian chants, atheists just take a pass, watch football in their underpants. Watch football in their underpants. Atheist. Atheist. Don't have no songs. Don't have no songs. That was Steve Martin and the Steep Canyon Rangers with Atheists Don't Have No Songs. I I hope you enjoyed that one. That always puts a smile on my face. Uh, and yeah, speaking of uh, fun lyrics, uh, this next song is by a guy who, you know, it took me a few years uh, to really just go, wow, this guy really is good. I mean, there's a reason why people think this guy's a great lyricist, and he is. And it's a funny tie-in because, you know, Disney owns the Muppets now. <laughs> and a lot of people feel like they kind of own this guy, too. I'm going to play his song by Randy Newman. Uh, Randy's one of those guys, like, you've heard his songs. If you've watched even a couple of films in your lifetime, you've heard a Randy Newman song. Uh, one of those guys that his movie music is very different from his regular music, especially the stuff he put out in the 70s. Uh, talk about your cynical humorists. Randy Newman is one of those guys. Uh, this song is actually a, a very nice song compared to, you know, it's a very upbeat, positive, cute song, basically. It was uh, something he's more known for now, actually, than he is then. But the reason I'm going to play you this particular song is because this song was actually performed on The Muppet Show by the character Scooter, who was performed by the late Richard Hunt. And uh, they, he did this as a uh, a bit to get on the show as, like, blackmailing Kermit, basically. Like, my uncle owns a theater, so 
you know, I got this song idea. So he's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And <laughs> this song is another one, much like Manamana, was performed on the first episode of the Muppet Show series. So I'm going to play it for you right here. I'm going to play you the original version, sung and written by Randy Newman. The song is called Simon Smith and the Amazing Dancing Bear. In style with my sincere smile and my dancing bear outrageous, alarming, courageous, charming. Oh, who would think a boy and bear could be well accepted everywhere? It's just amazing how fair people can be. Places where well-fed faces are stopped to stare Making the grandest entrance of Simon Smith In his dancing bell they'll love us Won't they? They feed us, don't they? Oh, who would think a boy and bear could be well except Everywhere it's just amazing how fair people can be Simon Smith and his dancing bear is Simon Smith and the amazing dancing bear. That was Randy Newman with Simon Smith and the amazing dancing bear. You could find that on what a lot of fans consider to be one of his best albums called Sail Away. So if you're looking for a place to start on old Randy, go check that one out. And some people might be saying, uh, oh, why didn't you play the Ockerville River version? Uh, no. <laughs> no. You, there's one thing, there's one band, you know, there's a few of them, but you'll never hear Ockerville River on my show. I'm sorry if you're a fan, but I, I've given them plenty of chances and I, just, I, I can't deal with them. And, and their version of Simon Smith is atrocious if you haven't heard it. <laughs> I've braved that one. Anyway, let's get back to the positivity, because that's what the Muppet Show is all about, and the Muppets in general. Oh, what rockers we have on the show today. George Burns, Steve Martin, Randy Newman. And now I'm going to play you a song, uh, probably the greatest guest, uh, one of the greatest guests in the history of that, uh, the Muppet Show, for sure. Harry Belafonte. Yes, I am going to play you a Harry Belafonte song. And uh, thank you to Adam, who sent this to me, because... This version, you really can't buy it, so I have nothing to promote here. Uh, this is just something that I think should be heard. Uh, one of the best episodes. And I have a little fun background uh, story about this one. Uh, on the episode that Harry Belafonte appeared on, like I said, uh, when I was a kid, I saw the first wave of the reruns. You know, I was probably about three or four years old or something like that. Uh, when this number came on, on the show, 
scared me to death because I mean I literally ran out of the room screaming yeah yeah okay there's always something when you're a little kid that scares you matter of fact first time I saw a kiss on television they scared me to death too I ran out of the house screaming once again so the one of two times that I ran out of the house screaming in terror was during this Harry Belafonte episode uh, because the song I'm going to play here, this is the the closer of that particular episode. He was uh, he intros it here at the beginning of this song, but it talks about where it's from. It's an African traditional song, and yes, it's it's going to be an African world music kind of song. But I think it's a cool song. It's anything that promotes you know non-separatism and and you know things about making the world a better place because that's what the song is but when they're doing the song on the show yeah it's a nice song but it's got all these like african mask muppets on there and the masks look scary i'm sorry it's just like <laughs> scaring me to death but okay enough of my childhood trauma this is a great clip i i just i have to play this for you once again and thank you again adam for sending it so here he is harry belafonte with the muppets this is Turn the World Around. How's the riding going, Foz? Oh, boy, I didn't know it'd be that tough, Harry. Oh, well, you know, you, you write a lot of stuff. No, not really. No, well, I write songs. Oh, yeah, they're terrific. Too. Hey, how do you get ideas for all those songs? Well, they don't come easily. You have to get inspired. Mm. You know, like the song we're going to do next? Mm-hmm. I discovered that song in Africa. I was in a country called Guinea. And I went deep into the interior of the country, and in a little village, I met with a storyteller. And that storyteller went way back into African tradition and African mythology. He began to tell the story about the fire, Uh which means the sun, and about the water, and about the earth. And then he pointed out that all of these things put together turn the world around. And that all of us, we're here for a very, very short time. In that time that we're here, there really isn't any difference in any of us if we were to take time out to understand each other. And uh, the question is, do I know who you are? Do you know who I am? Do we care about each other? Because if we do, together we can turn the world around. Come from the fire, living in the fire Go back to the fire, turn the world around We come from the fire Go back to the fire, turn the world around We come from the fire, living in the fire Go back to the fire, turn the world around Go back to the water, turn the world around. We come from the water, living in the water. Go back to the water, turn the world around. We come from the water, living in the water. Go back to the water, turn the world around. We come from the mountain, living on the mountain, go back to the mountain, turn the world around. 
We come from the mountain, moving on the mountain. Go back to the mountain, turn the world around. Oh, oh, so is life. Ah, so is life. Oh, oh, so is life. Ah, so is life. Do you know who I am? Do I know who you are? See, we want another clearly. All right, that was Harry Belafonte with Turn the World Around. And that was on Season 3, Episode 14 of The Muppet Show. So you can actually find that episode on DVD. You can watch the episode that traumatized me when I was a little kid. Love it now, but uh, yeah, maybe you'll figure out why. But, uh, and, and, you know, another thing, I, I remembered this listening to the song just now. I, I, I saw a little bit of footage of it when they had Jim Henson's funeral in New York City. This was one of the songs that was actually played at his funeral, and they had a whole choir out there and everything, and Harry showed up for it. So that uh, definitely, I, the footage of that really gave me chills. So uh, Jim Henson, one of my biggest influences in wanting to entertain people, basically. So you are very missed, Jim. I, th- I think he would have been very proud of the new movie, for sure. Uh, you know, and I'm sure he saw it somehow, uh, him and, and Richard and people like that. So. Anyway, uh, on to more happy things. I'm going to play you a song from one of my favorite movies of all time, and it definitely is uh, a part of the the Muppet world. I'm going to play you a song from the film Labyrinth, 1986. Labyrinth is one of my all-time favorite films, easily in my top ten. 
Uh, I'm sure you've seen the film. You know, uh, David Bowie, uh, the star of the film, along with Jennifer Connelly, the only two real people throughout the film. The rest are Muppets. And uh, the script was written by uh, some Monty Python guys, so it's got a lot of great British humor in it. If you haven't seen this movie... Uh, see it for sure. It's it's awesome. Uh, I'm sure you would think it was more awesome if you saw it when you were a kid, but hey, you missed out. Sorry. But uh, this is uh, one of the least. Uh, you know, Bowie's got like about four numbers in the in the film, and this is the last one he does in it. And it's kind of a cool song to isolate on its own. I mean, I think the other ones are very obvious. Magic Dan's Underground, As the World Falls Down, those are great. But, uh, you know, I kind of like isolating this song for sure. So I'm going to play you the very dark and, uh, you know, the the final showdown song. And uh, this is called Within You. So here you go, David Bowie, Within You.
Right, that was David Bowie, the iconic David Bowie, uh, performing as Jareth the Goblin King, doing Within You from the Labyrinth soundtrack, 1986. Uh, yeah, there you go, Labyrinth. All right, had to put it on there for sure. The show would not be complete without it. And no Muppet show worth its weight in anything uh, could possibly not include this song. And, and if you don't, you're wrong. So this is the last song we're going to play here. We're going to close down a nice tender jam. Uh, one of my all-time favorite songs. Hell, I was just talking about Jim Henson's funeral earlier. This song is getting played at my funeral. And uh, this is a newer version of it. This is off of the Green album, which is uh, basically a tribute album to the Muppets done by a lot of modern bands or hipster bands, if you will. Uh, you know, it's it's fine. I As tribute albums go, I pretty much only like about two or three songs on this thing. This is one of the three. This is Weezer, who I did play on the first episode. Duetting with Haley Williams, the lead singer of Paramore. Uh, not, not a big Paramore fan at all, but uh, I think she does a great job on this version. So here you go. Weezer and Haley Williams doing Rainbow Connection. Why are there so many songs about rainbows And what's on the other side Rainbows are visions But only illusions And rainbows have nothing to hide So we've been told And some choose to believe it I know they're wrong, wait and see Someday we'll find it The rainbow connection The lovers the dreamers and me Who said that every wish Would be heard and answered When wished on the morning star Somebody thought of that And someone believed it what it's done so far What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing And what do we think we might see 
Alright, that was Weezer and Haley Williams doing Rainbow Connection. Like I said, you can find that on the Muppets tribute album called The Green Album. So I hope you enjoyed that. That was that was my big closer for the night. I, you know, I, I couldn't play anything else after Rainbow Connection, so it just had to be the last song. Uh, there, there's so many good versions of that, too. I mean, it's, it's a really hard song to screw up, really. I mean, even like the Dixie Chicks did a good version of it. And uh, God, who am I forgetting? There was a uh, Willie Nelson did it. That was that was fun and interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm real rock and roll today. But yeah, hey man, uh, I wanted to pay tribute to the Muppets. I think it's a great theme idea. And thanks again, Adam, for suggesting the show. I'm glad I could finally do one that I feel would be worthy of paying tribute to the Muppets. And before I go here uh, and get to the plugs and all that stuff. I just wanted to give a special shout-out to a guy who was very big in the world of Muppets and was responsible for a lot of those great songs, Rainbow Connection included. Uh, The great Paul Williams. That guy is one of the MVPs of Muppets history, for sure. And I don't know if you know who Paul Williams is. If you uh, remember that movie from the 70s, Fam of the Paradise, that was him. If you love the great classic movie, Smokey and the Bandit, he was Little Enos. Little guy. Uh, Every time I try to describe Paul Williams' style of songs and just himself in general, it's like if you took Harry Nilsson and combined him with John Denver, (laughs) you get Paul Williams. That's that's the best comparison I can make almost of anybody. Uh, Paul's doing really good now. He's like the head of ASCAP, which is a music publishing company. He's like the president or something like that. So Paul Williams is doing great, and he deserves it, all the success that he has in this world, because he wrote some songs that he did for the Muppets that will last forever and hold a very special place in my heart. So I guess much like the Thanksgiving episodes, this is another one of those warm, fuzzy episodes, but uh, we'll get back to the rock here on the next episode. I don't know what kind of episode it's going to be, but I'm looking forward to doing it. I'm off to go find out what it is. And I know that two episodes for sure that are coming up before the end of the year, we're going to do, um, we're going to cover deaths. We're going to cover the notable deaths for this year because, I mean, that's definitely an important thing to, uh, uh, you know, stop down on for sure. And, of course, the inevitable top ten of the year. I'm going to highlight my top ten favorite records of the year. So those are two episodes that I'm working hard on right now. But if you have any you want to get in before that, Please feel free go to cnjradio.com. You'll find all the links there, the iTunes feed. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, get those episodes while you can. Go to the Facebook, got my Twitter on there. I'm going to start writing on Twitter. I know I keep saying that, but I'm going to. You can send email to me on the CNJ Radio site. You can also send it to me on Facebook. Let's get some show themes going on. What would you like to hear out of the show? And uh, I'll see what I can do. And, uh, hey, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Even if your name isn't Adam or myself, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much.